If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The Sonoma County Board of Supervisors are revamping funding for fire agencies and departments. So the board agreed to commit $9 million to improve fire protection and emergency response services provided by independent fire agencies in unincorporated areas of Sonoma County. Board members acknowledge that additional funding is needed to support a countywide system of emergency response, but a new poll released by the county today found that 75% of voters believe it is absolutely crucial to have high-quality fire protection services, even if it means raising taxes. Well, have some... Sad and somber Sonoma County news as well today. Original Charlie Brown voice actor Peter Robbins has passed away at 65 years old. When Peter Robbins was nine years old, he was the first person to voice Charlie Brown back in the 60s. How would you like to be the director of our Christmas play? Me? You want me to be the director of the Christmas play? Sure, Charlie Brown. We need a director. You need involvement. I don't know anything about directing a Christmas play. His first appearance was on 1963's A Boy Named Charlie Brown, and Peter was also in a Charlie Brown Christmas, and It's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. He last voiced Charlie in 1969 because by then he was 14 years old and he's replaced by a younger voice actor. And again, the original Charlie Brown was 65 years old. That's so sad. Yeah. He was such a good Charlie Brown. We just want to thank him for contributing to a piece of Sonoma County history. Absolutely. Well, in country music news, we know that uh, Kelsey Ballerini. Has been working on a new album, but the details have been kept under wraps very, very much so. Uh, but last weekend, Kelsey debuted a new song at the opera called What I Have, and she addressed the crowd before launching into this new song, and she revealed what she's been up to. I just started making a new album. <laughs> I'm in the really early stages, and it's still kind of coming together, and I'm still trying to figure it out. She said the overall theme about the album is gratitude. She was talking about how much we've learned over the past two years, and that's kind of what the album is about. So it's only a matter of time before uh, new music is dropped from Kelsey, who, by the way, I saw is having a dry January, oh. which means you know she's not drinking any alcohol or anything like that. But you got one more weekend to go, girl, so good luck. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They own a good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Is alone time important to you? I'm starting to realize it is. I was thinking to myself yesterday, man, I don't remember the last time that I just had a moment for myself. And I'm the type of person that I believe I need alone time to function. My mom used to tease me when I was a kid that I used to want to play alone and I would shut my bedroom door. And I know this sounds silly coming from somebody that doesn't have kids, but I literally don't have any alone time and I think it's not going great for myself. Okay, so why don't you have any alone time? Well, my girlfriend doesn't have a job right now, which, you know, it's totally fine. She's working on that. Um, and I haven't had any alone time for like the last six months. I mean, I work all day, come home, and I love hanging around her, but sometimes I just think I need my own space, my own activities, my own hobbies. Okay. And you do live in a, in a smaller apartment. <laughs> we both do. That's yeah. just the way it is here in Sonoma County. It's and not like I can go in a separate room. Yeah, without disturbing each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that why you've been like 
taking naps on our couch here in our office. <laughs> Yeah. Or you just accidentally fell asleep. Yeah, I, I fell asleep in our <laughs> office the other day, and it goes what to show is going on? that maybe I need to start doing things for myself, but I'm not entirely sure if that's selfish or not. I feel selfish saying that. Why? I don't know. I mean, no. I feel like other people, you know, like to be around me. You And like, <laughs> do other people not like me? Oh. <laughs> Thanks for that. I feel like... Other people like to be around me. <laughs> it's my favorite thing anyone said all yeah. week. Oh, thank you very no, much. No, it is not selfish. Dude. Okay, I cool. Mean, I appreciate that. I, I like having you here at, at work and we share an office together so I have somebody to talk to, but I maybe need to be more aware of that when you need alone time or I could probably just stop talking to you and go like in a studio or something and let you hang. I don't think it has anything to do with work. I think it's an outside of work problem that I need to just go do something for myself. Okay. I think that's what it boils down to because I love being at work. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't think it's selfish at all. Cool. I think you need to find a, a way to get some alone time. Maybe go for a walk, listen to a podcast. I like that. I don't know. Uh, you know, that's what Mandy from Runner Park, uh, she said something along the same vein. She said, it's not selfish. Taking time for yourself is important. I like to go on walks to get away from the kids for a little bit. Oh, yeah. see? Okay. <laughs> Tyler from Cloverdale looks like he said, go hunting. It's a good excuse to leave the house for a few days. Oh, a few days. <laughs> I like that. Ashley from Santa Rosa says, it sounds like you need a man cave. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Patrick Mahomes' fiance says she's being attacked online. If you don't know who Patrick Mahomes is, he's the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback. So following the Chiefs' big AFC win against the Bills, Patrick Mahomes' fiance Brittany Matthews, sprayed bubbly, some champagne from her suite, and but she sprayed it into the stands and on all the fans. So, of course, naturally, the Internet had plenty to say, and a lot of people are saying, that was rude, you should issue a public apology. But then she tweeted, I just wish I could do what I want without getting attacked every week. Now, the thing is, this was one of the biggest wins in NFL history. So a lot of people are coming to her defense saying she was just celebrating. Um, But Tanner, do you think it was wrong of Brittany to celebrate this way? And I mean, you were telling me also that this isn't the first time she's been a little controversial. Oh, yeah, she definitely has been in a lot of controversy over the past couple years. She said some very questionable things on Twitter. I know that for a fact. She's also screamed in like opposing fans' faces and stuff before that, which is just not how really anybody should act, especially uh, if you're either related to or getting married to the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a lot. I've seen some videos and... uh, I'm not exactly the biggest fan of the Mahomes family. Yeah, I know. And his brother is like rude as well. You were saying he's some sort of like TikTok guy. Jackson Mahomes is the worst. Okay. So a lot of people are saying that the Mahomes people should just be banned from coming to games (laughs) and like all this crazy stuff. Uh, But we've got Lewis from Santa Rosa on the phone. Lewis, what do you think? Do you think it was wrong of Brittany to celebrate this way? What are your thoughts on this? Um, I could totally see where she would be excited and, you know, I'm a Niners fan, so I could, I would be excited. But the only reason I would say it would not be okay is because what if somebody was like, you know, like screaming like, yeah, yeah. And they're all excited and they're like a recovering alcoholic and it just happens to get in their mouth. Yeah. Um, that's, that's 
that's one of the, the main things that I see wrong with it, um, where, it, you know, it could affect somebody's sobriety for, you know, however long they've been sober. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Jonah Hill posted some pictures of himself yesterday, and he has a giant black eye. And apparently his surfboard hit him right in the noggin. I'm going to say this once and once only. This black eye is from my surfboard. It is not from a fist fight I got into with Baby Yoda because of our falling out. Apparently, he and Baby Yoda have some sort of beef. Uh, apparently, he doesn't like the show The Mandalorian, but that's beyond the point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's important here is I feel like a surfboard is a very interesting way to get a black eye. I'm kind of wondering how that happened. There's no video evidence of it. Yeah. You I'm can't pr- prove it. You can't prove it, Jonah Hill. Maybe it was Baby Yoda <laughs> after all. But uh, Amber, have you ever gotten a black eye in a strange or weird way? Um, I don't know if this is strange, but I played basketball in high school and someone elbowed me during a basketball game and I actually, it hurt, but I didn't actually know that I had a black eye until we were in a huddle and my coach was like, oh my, oh my goodness, oh no. <laughs> and she started freaking out. I had this big black eye. And what's funny about the whole thing is my dad was actually in the stands and he came down like into the game and was just like. Yeah, you'll be all right. That's just a shiner. <laughs> Rub He's some like, dirt on you it. You should see the other guy. Like, he made jokes, and I was like, yeah. Dad, should I go to the hospital or not? My brother and I used to play pranks on each other all the time, and it got out of hand because he did this thing for like a month straight where every time I took a shower, he would throw cold water on me. That's rude. And one day, I knew he was coming. I could hear his footsteps coming down the hallway. So I went to throw open the shower curtain to be like, no, you don't. And he was already throwing the water, and the glass hit me right in the eye. Oh, my god! I had a black eye for like a month. My oh mom my was so mad about that. I bet that hurt. <laughs> oh, it, I'm so sorry it, that happened. Oh, it, we were just being dumb kids. Uh, no harm, no foul. Well, maybe a little bit of harm. Yeah. Uh, Olivia from Santa Rosa, how did you give your husband a black eye? He just always likes to sleep, like, right next right next to me or right behind me and apparently I rolled over in the middle of the night and like right turned and put my fist right in his face and gave him a black eye and he had to go to work the next day with a black eye. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Kim Kardashian recently posted some pictures of herself on a beach. She is modeling her Skims clothing line. Now, in one of the pictures, her leg was like weirdly elongated between the knee and the calf. And there's actually like a weird dip in her calf on her leg. And the Internet started calling her out because this is a Photoshop fail. The photo mysteriously disappeared after fans, you know, drew this to her attention. Now, thanks to the wonders of the internet, it's still out there for people to marvel at. But the thing is, even though people were criticizing her for the Photoshop fail, I feel like that we've objectified Kim's body so much that she feels the need to be perfect and to Photoshop her pictures, even though she's already good looking. Now, I know a lot of people don't like the Kardashians, but... I don't think that a lot of us are thinking about how constantly being in the media and on social media 
can be damaging to someone and how they feel about themselves and their body and how it has such an effect on our mental health and how we see ourselves, how we look in the mirror every day and we think about all those negative comments coming through instead of positive ones. Now, I think if she hadn't edited the photo, someone probably would have said something. You know, now she's editing the photo and people are still saying things. And she's she's damned if she does, she's damned if she doesn't. And she probably feels like that she can never win. You know, not necessarily that I feel bad for Kim Kardashian because she's rich and she's good looking. But I don't condone photoshopping body images at all because it creates a false sense of perfection and unrealistic body standards. But I am putting myself in her shoes and see maybe why she does it. Now, as hard as the Kardashian and Jenners may try, it's safe to say that nothing gets past those eagle-eyed fans, those people on social media. They all look great. They all have tons of money to keep up the appearances. So, yes, why would they feel the need to Photoshop? Do you think it's wrong for them or anyone, any celebrities, anybody on social media to Photoshop their photos? What are your thoughts on this? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. I have a little extra pep in my step today because my best friend Alden is coming back to Sonoma County. Yeah, I'm really excited. He's been here one time before. He's coming back for President's Day weekend. And when I was talking to him, I was like, dude, you should have came down for country summer weekend. And he was like, I don't really like country music. Uh-oh. I, I went, what? Uh-oh. You and I have been friends since we were 12 years old and you don't like country music. He's like, yeah, I just don't really care for it. And so I'm thinking now I got to get him into country music. If he's going to be my best friend, he has to at least appreciate country music. So what's a <laughs> song, maybe an artist we can show my best friend Alden to get him on board? Okay, this is a great question. Um, personally, I think it's got to be Chris Stapleton and more specifically, Tennessee Whiskey. You're as as Tennessee Whiskey. Everyone loves Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah. I thought so. It's such a fun song. And I know so many people that started listening to Chris and then they started listening to other country artists that maybe do a little more traditional sound. If someone tells you they don't like Chris Stapleton, they're a liar. (laughs) They're not to be trusted. (laughs) So I know my friend Alden, he likes electronic music, which isn't necessarily my jam. So I feel like if I show him the middle for Marin Morris. It's kind of like a gateway drug a little bit to get him to country music. He might like Marin Morris. That might expose him to other country artists just based off of the middle alone. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of meeting him in the middle, the <laughs> electronic and country. Ba-dum-ts. Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> so we're getting a lot of great responses about exposing someone to country music for the first time to get them to stick with us. Uh, Jackie from Santa Rosa says, friends in low places, Garth Brooks. Danny from Sonoma said, Jason Aldean's burning it down. Chantal from Ronan Park says, Till You Can't by Cody Johnson. If you got a chance, take it. Take it while you got a chance. Up this curtain wall with Amber and Tanner. Good morning. 
Today's country, Froggy 92.9. McDonald's secret menu isn't so much a secret anymore. So Mickey D's has added some of its most popular fan-created meals to its regular menu, and it's a bunch, but I'm just going to give one example. It's the hash brown McMuffin. They're adding it to the menu. It's a sausage McMuffin with a hash brown inside. Oh, Lord. Sounds so delicious. I so, want it. <laughs> you're going to be able to order it on uh, January 31st, and it's going to be available for a limited time, Tanner. I'm I'm so excited. <laughs> I literally cannot believe it. You have a special McDonald's, not really a secret menu item. Maybe it's more of a Tanner menu item. What is it? Oh, the McDank. Okay. I love the McDank. So they do not have this on their menu, but what you got to do is you got to take a McDouble, right? Split the patties in half. Then you take a McChicken, put it in the middle, sandwich it together, and it's a dream. That kind of sounds similar to something they're adding on the menu called the Crunchy Double. Um, it's a cheeseburger with chicken McNuggets and barbecue sauce. Ooh. Which also sounds delicious. Interesting. Um, but besides the Tanner menu item, what is there a secret menu item you know about, Tanner, that you like to order from a restaurant or elsewhere? A lot of people know this one, the animal-style fries from In-N-Out. So basically, it's your normal french fries, right? They put melted cheese on it, their secret sauce, which I cannot figure out on it, and grilled onions right on your french fries. And it's the best way to do In-N-Out fries. I always thought it was like a Thousand Island dressing. It's kind of like it, okay. yeah. Um, well, I do love animal fries, but I kind of have a secret menu item at Third Street Works. It's the tater tots with the barbecue seasoning and the carnitas and cheese and jalapenos and all that kind of stuff. They just need to put it on the menu. They need to name it after you. (laughs) Well, we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What's a secret menu item that you like? Sadie from Roner Park said, I always get the cold buster from Starbucks. It is made of half steamed lemonade, half hot water, and a tea bag, each of jade, citrus, mint, green tea, and peach tranquility herbal tea. Oh my God, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brendan from Windsor says, the Chipotle staff will cook up a quesadilla for you if you ask. Did Dang. not know that. <laughs> and Madeline from Bakersfield said, in and out Neapolitan shake. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Dan. Dan recently bought a home, and Barry's going to introduce his new neighbor in an interesting way. Yeah, hello. Hi, is this Dan? Yeah, this is he. Dan, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about your new home in Santa Rosa. Yes. Want to say congratulations about your new home. Uh, I'm calling on behalf of your new neighbor. I wanted to make you aware of this just so you know uh, that the old owners didn't pull weeds enough. And so we're going to ask you on behalf of my client to pull at least five weeds a week. Weeds as in outside grass weeds in in the lawn? The old neighbors didn't take care of their lawn very well, and so we're just going to have to ask you to to do some upkeep on the home just to make sure everybody's happy. No, no, with with all due respect, what what does that have to do with me, the old neighbors? I I just moved here recently. I just just purchased this home. My family and I just moved here. What, What are you talking about? If you don't pull at least five weeds a week and have record of that, we're going to slam a negligence of home charge on you and you'll be fined $200 a month. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't call me threatening me. I, I have no idea who you are 
And what this is a bunch of bull crap. You don't call me talking about freaking weeds. I have a lawn service that I hired. What are you talking about? So it seems don't dare call me with this bull crap, man. It seems like we're going to be having some issues here and just want to let you know that's why the last owners didn't stick around. So if you want to stay in this new house that you bought, you better listen to me, sir. I better listen to you. Listen, I'm a grown man. I have no idea who you are or what you are. Don't call me with this foolishness, man. What are you talking about? I just moved here. I have a lawn service. So you tell your client, my neighbor, whoever, to come and see me if it's a problem. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my gosh. The freaking morning show? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Am I being dramatic for this? I feel like lately I have been glued to my phone and I'm sick and tired of it. I spend so much time looking at stuff that I don't even care about. Like I'll end up reading articles like 62 mice that you need to see today and stuff like that. So I'm wasting all this time on my phone. And so I'm considering getting rid of my phone and buying a flip phone. You're going to hate it. You think I'll hate it? Yeah. Now, I will still have things like a laptop and iPad to still be on social media and stuff like that. But I am glued to my phone, and I have tried so many different things to get off of it, and I just can't. You know what? I dare you to get a flip phone. You dare I me? I dare you to do it. Do you double dog dare me? Kind of, yeah. I think All you right. should do it. All right. I think I'm going to get a flip phone. <laughs> I think it'll be really great for me because I am, like, I look at my phone, and I'm just like, ugh. I'm just tired of being so connected all the time. Thank God you already have a girlfriend. Someone <laughs> <laughs> saw you out in public with this flip phone. Why don't you get a holster while you're at it, Tanner? Just I might. put your flip phone in the holster. You know, I might. <laughs> Complete dad move right there. And the only thing that I'm like, I don't want to get a flip phone is that I'm really bad when it comes to directions. And flip phones don't have navigation on it. That's also true. So that's the one thing where I'm like, uh, maybe not. But other than that. <laughs> I'm considering getting a flip phone. Could you ever live with a flip phone again, Amber? No way. No? No. I like, and I like the camera on my phone, too. I have fun taking pictures of things, and, you know, that's kind of like a small, tiny little hobby of mine, so yeah. I don't think I could do that with a flip phone. Yeah, thinking about it, if I want to get a picture of something, am I going to have to drag around like an iPad or something? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Be that guy? <laughs> yeah, these are these are things you're going to have to think about when yeah. you make the transition. Which I know that you are because I triple dog dared you. Well, if you triple dog dare me, I you have to do it. do it. Uh, asked on my Instagram story, which I couldn't do with a flip phone, uh, <laughs> if you would ever consider having a flip phone, 67% said they could never go back to it. And 33% said they could, which is surprising to me. That, yeah, that's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. We've been having some trouble with our soda machine here on Froggy 92.9. Tanner, it recently happened to you. What happened? Literally this morning, I put a dollar in, and I knew there was Pepsi in that vending machine, and it stole my dollar. (laughs) Gave me a quarterback, but I didn't get a soda. See, this has been happening to everyone in the building lately, and I decided to take it upon myself to write a note on the vending machine. (laughs) It's like, it's taking everyone's money. And it's sold out of everything. And you said that you would never do something like this? I would never do something like that. <laughs> I would never invest my time in a vending machine. Like, I just... I, yeah, but you're wasting your money in the vending machine. It's just a dollar. <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, worry about a dollar. 
the vending machine can keep my dollar and I'll keep my sanity. Okay. Well, it started to become a huge problem throughout the office. And I decided to take it upon me to email our office manager. And I was like, hey, something's wrong with the vending machine. Everything is sold out. It's taking people's money. It's making us all sad. And she said, that sucks. Contact the number on the machine and they'll give you a refund. (laughs) So I couldn't find the number on the machine, but I did find the manufacturer number. So I called the manufacturer of the soda machine. Customer service, this is Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Um, my name is Amber Henderson. I work for Amateur Cinema Media Group. I'm not sure if this is the number I need to call about refilling vending machines. Um, actually, no. We're just a manufacturer to the machine. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so she was saying they don't service the machine. They just make the soda machine. So I was like, what the heck? And I didn't know what to do. So I emailed our office manager back, and I said... Hey, I called the manufacturer. They said they can't help me. What do I do? And she said, sorry, the correct number is on the food vending machine. The card is on the lower portion of the window. I cannot believe you are investing this much time in a vending machine. Well, now I feel like our office manager is sending me on a wild goose chase. (laughs) She knew where the phone number was the whole time, but I'm not giving up on this. Even though you think it's crazy, I'm not going to give up on it. I think it's wild. I think I need to help the people of the office and be a mouthpiece for those who have lost money to the vending machine. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Show now. Jessica from Santa Rosa. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works, Jessica. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Jessica, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Woo! Now, Jessica, you got to talk some smack to Amber for a half-a-point bonus. All righty, Amber, get ready to lose. Oh! Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Amber's running out of the studio as we speak. Jessica from Santa Rosa, here's question number one. Peter Robbins, the voiceover artist for Charlie Brown, has died. Name the creator of the Peanuts who created the Peanuts right here in Sonoma County. Charles Schultz. That is correct. Here's question number two. Parker McCollum says that he met Thomas Rhett in a hunting store. Which song was Thomas Rhett's first number one hit? Was it A, Life Changes, B, Die a Happy Man, or C, It Goes Like This? I'm going to say B. That is incorrect. Here's question number three. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson had dinner at Jeff Bezos' house. Jeff Bezos founded which major corporation? Amazon. That is correct. Here's question number four. Russell Dickerson says that his wife, Kaylee, is the backbone of their family. Is Russell Dickerson over or under 30 years old? Over. That is correct. And here's question number five. Friends star Courtney Cox is launching a new line of cleaning products. Which character did Courtney play on Friends? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) That's okay. I'll give you next. Going to bring Amber back into the studio. Okay. Amber Jessica from Santa Rosa got three out of five. All right. Let's go. Question number one. Peter Robbins, the voiceover artist for Charlie Brown, has died. Name the creator of the Peanuts who created it right here in Sonoma County. Charles M. Schultz. That is correct. Jessica also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question number two. Parker McCollum says that he met Thomas Rhett in a hunting store. Which song was Thomas Rhett's first number one hit? Was it A, Life Changes, B, Die for a Happy Man, or C, It Goes Like This? 
Oh, man. Um, I'm going to say it goes like this. C. That is correct. Jessica got that incorrect. Amber, you were up two to one. Here's question number three. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson had a dinner at Jeff Bezos' house. Jeff Bezos founded which major corporation? Amazon. That is correct. Jessica from Santa Rosa also got that correct. The score is three to two. Here's question number four. Russell Dickerson says that his wife, Kaylee, is the backbone of their family. Is Russell over or under 30 years old? Over. That is correct. Russell Dickerson's 34 years old. So Jessica from Santa Rosa also got that correct. So the score is four to three. And here's question number five. Friends star Courtney Cox is launching a new line of cleaning products. Which character did Courtney play on the show, Friends? Monica. That is correct. Jessica from Santa Rosa got three out of five compared to Amber's perfect five out of five. Jessica, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. Uh, it's all right. Good job, Amber. Thank you. You did such a fantastic <laughs> job as well that we're still giving you those tickets to see Thomas Red. Yay! So excited. <laughs> tickets are on sale 10 a.m. tomorrow on LiveNation.com. But Jessica, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're going to the Shoreline Amphitheater on August 25th, thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner in the morning. Kim Kardashian recently posted a picture of herself on the beach modeling her Skims clothing line. Now, I know a lot of people don't like the Kardashians, but this brings up like a really big issue because... One of the pics, her leg was like weirdly elongated between the knee and the calf. And if you look at the picture, it's like dented in. So it's a Photoshop fail. I mean, she's been Photoshopping her photos and people started calling her out for it. And then she just deleted the photo altogether. But thanks to the wonders of the Internet, it's still out there for us to marvel at. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking earlier on Wine about it, about how this just sets like unrealistic body expectations for people that are growing up and I mean even for me as a 30 year old woman I'm like okay I already don't look like Kim Kardashian and then she's like gonna photoshop her photos what are we gonna do with all this it's tough because because of social media we have such high expectations for ourselves, and those are expectations that you know we, we can never live up to because we should just embrace who we are for our flaws and the great things about us because that's truly what makes us who we are Instead of trying to go to a specific standard. Right. And I mean, earlier you were talking about how you wanted to get rid of your iPhone. You might go to a flip phone. I mean, social media and seeing like other people. Is that like a, one reason? It's a big reason. I would probably say one of the biggest reasons. I just think so much of what happens on the Internet is so toxic for ourselves. And uh, it's something that I think we need to unplug from for sometimes. Yeah. And I definitely think like Photoshopping and posting like pictures of like all these unrealistic body expectations yeah. is such like a huge reason as to why it is toxic. And I do think the Kardashians kind of contribute to that yeah. a little bit. My girlfriend's a graphic designer and she has friends hit her up all the time to Photoshop their photos. Oh my God. All the time. At least one a week. If I don't like a photo, I just don't post it. Yeah. As <laughs> simple as that. All right. We've got Alexa from Ukiah on the phone right now. Alexis, what do you think about all this? So I think that they've done this to themselves. They put themselves in front of the media. They do all this stuff to themselves. And what is this showing our young girls today? They're not role models. 11, 12, 13 years old getting made fun of because 
you know, they don't look a certain way and they get bullied. And then, you know, the Kardashians speaking about stuff like that, not, oh, you know, society's going to reject you if you're not beautiful. Then I do work in youth mental health. So this is stuff that I see every day. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.